0: well good afternoon and it is a midweek and i have the honor and the pleasure of having joanne wright one of our actresses in the movie 12:30 pm and she was also in the movie affirmation with our, our director alan m brooks and joanne welcome and uh my main emphasis on these podcasts is faith in films but really how did faith impact you in becoming an actress
1: First of all, I just want to say thank you so very much for having me on your podcast show. When it comes to faith, I am a firm believer that if it's anything that you need to do, you always pray and ask God to give you the strength to do it. As far as being in films, that's something that I never (laughs) dreamed that I would ever do. But because Jose and I have been a part of each other's lives, we've worked with each other for over 27 years, when he asked this of me, I said, Lord, am I right for this? But once we start, it was absolutely wonderful. And trust me when I tell you it's a lot of hard work. Everyone gets an opportunity to see all the glitz and the glamour after everything is done. But when you're working with good directors, great people, the cast was absolutely beautiful. And you have to pray in the mornings. You have to pray in the afternoon. Because there are times when you get so frustrated, you just don't know which way to turn. But in the end, you tell God, thank you for giving me the ability, the strength, to do what I need to do. So faith in films, you have to have faith to get it done. If you will will refer to the scripture, it says faith without work, it is dead. So you have to have faith in order to do the things that we do. And for Jose as a minister, a director, and a good friend, He is absolutely one of the best friends that anyone could ever ask for, as is Alan Brooks. The two of them have taught me quite a bit because I knew nothing about being an actor or an actress. But all I did was ask God. I just said, God, I'm going to open my mouth and you speak for me. You have to have that faith if you want to succeed. Success is through prayer. And I will encourage anyone... Thank God for your life. Thank God for every single day and all the things that you do in life.
0: I think that, you know, that's really great. Good, good introduction. And, and I really, it, it really says who you are. And the funny thing is, you know, when people, you know, they see all the glitz. They don't realize, you know, like when you go to the red carpet, that's over in five minutes. You go to a screening, you see the movie for an hour. And then guess what? You got to go back to work. Exactly. And, and the reason Hollywood is so successful Is because they have money and they're able to promote their film. They're able to promote their actors. But even them, even these guys that are that are up there making millions of dollars, they have to work hard. And that was one of the things that people don't understand is, you know, we have to pray. Like like in my case, I have to receive the script from the Holy Spirit. Then I have to write it down. I have to type it. Then I have to, you know, send it off to Alan and says, what do you think about this? And then, you know, discuss it with him and he gives me really good pointers uh like for 12:30 p.m. he told me it's too wordy in some areas but i wanted it i wanted it wordy <laughs> like that no because you know he said you know one of my professors would get on you and i said but the issue is this it's holy spirit driven it has to be wordy in the in the, in this one scene because we have to get the point across and and i think sometimes <clears throat> we don't understand what an actor has to go through because the actor is actually living that 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 scene, and, and tell me uh, at twelve thirty p.m. You remember uh, the, the scene that you had with your hu- supposed uh, on-screen husband? Yes. You know the alcoholic. Yes. I mean, you had to, you had a really hard scene <clears throat> where you, where you had to get him uh, to
1: understand uh, about his alcoholism. Exactly. That was uh, a difficult part to do and i had to get into character in order to pull it off but once i got into character it was just like the words just flowed so that shows me that you got to have god in everything you do if you want to succeed now when you're talking about remembering lines <laughs> oh my god the last the last movie affirmation they got the script to me in two days and I had to learn all these lines no, 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 by but go, Friday. But
0: go back and tell how this came about because, well, can I, can I interject yes, a little bit? Yes, yes. Uh, director Allen calls me and he says, well, Joanne doesn't want to do the part. And I said, give me five minutes. <laughs> so I get on the phone and I say, Joanne, you've got a role in this great film and i said you're going to do it and she goes what i said you're going to do it whether you like it or not you're going to do it and then she says okay and then she says when do i get the the script and i said you'll get it in an hour and you had to you had to learn it in 48 hours <laughs> go to explain to everyone what happened <laughs>
1: If you have never had to go through anything like this, within 48 hours, I had to learn these lines. And I'm saying to myself, Lord, I've never done this before. How on earth am I going to do this?
0: And, and I remember <laughs> you, you kept telling me, "How could I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I'm not Cause, doing cause, it. Because it's, it's 48 hours. And I said, yes, you are. And the reason I said, the reason I pushed you was there was twofold. I knew you could do it. You were the right person for the for the role. And also, I knew that God was going to speak through you. So it was a combination of getting what I call getting through that fear factor. It was. You know, getting through all that pressure and saying,
1: I can do this. Mm -hmm. That's a hard thing, though. But the good part about it was I learned the lines. And actually, I surprised myself because I really and truly didn't think I could do it in that short period of time. But I prayed about it. And I I asked God to give me the strength. I asked God to give me the ability to do what I need to do. And I'm like, I've never done this before. I've never been an actress. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, but God. But you had
0: one film under your belt. I did. A major film. I had a major film. That's right. And you did. And the funny thing Mm -hmm. is that you were the major, you really carried the last part of the film. Yes. You and uh, David Linder. Yes, so, we did. I mean, yes, and, we did. And so Gavin, you know, he's already a seasoned actor. Yes. He
1: plays your son. Yes. And his roles were so easy. <laughs> I'm telling you, it just <laughs> with him. And I'm like, God, okay. I said, Lord, I'm going to give it to you. You direct my path. Whatever path you lead me down, God, I will follow. <laughs> I remember
0: that scene when you guys were outside and he's a police officer, and he says, are you okay? And then you come back and tell him, yeah, I'm okay, you know. I'm okay. Everything is fine. And, and it, that's a really pivotal moment in the film because you're actually telling your son God's got control of this. Exactly. And, and no one could understand why you
1: still stayed with this man. All these years. All these years. That he was an alcoholic. Yeah. But I knew within my heart that it was going to be okay. Yeah. And I knew, even though we had lost our daughter... Mm-hmm. I tried to do everything I could to reassure my husband, but I knew that it had to be God to deliver him first. Right.
0: A and, and the thing is, you allowed God to speak through you because that's how. That's what I love so much. You know, even though it was your first film, <laughs> no, you did great. And then you know, and then an affirmation, and so now wow. you know, and, and you really made me laugh. You said. <laughs> Oh, you're pulling me into one of your podcasts. Yeah, yeah, to come and do a podcast, <laughs> to come and do a podcast. Well, the, the the beauty of it is, we want people to understand that that God does make film. He does, and and he that does. we go through through trials and tribulations. Yes. And, you know, especially on the set, you know. Yes. uh, You know, I I think, you know, here we... And and tell them what what happened on that last... we We had the last scene and tell them what happened.
1: Lord have mercy, Jesus. We were doing the last scene and everything was going beautifully. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the screen, we heard a creak in the door. And it was like, oh, my God, what's up? Well, the owners of the house, which were the grandparents of one of the young ladies, they came in and was like... Did we do something wrong? We're like, yes, you came in in the middle of a scene and we had to do it all (laughs) over again. But it was okay. It was all in love and fun. And that's what it's all about. And to be honest with you, I'm glad I was able to do this and I'm glad to have the experience to say, hey, y'all, I've actually act in movies. I'm actually an actress. But a lot of times I don't remember that I am an actor, an actress, because I'm just plain ordinary me, and Jose has to remind me. And yeah. when he does, I'm like, "Oh, okay."
0: You are an actor,
1: and I'm like, "Okay."
0: And you know what's so, <laughs> and you know what's so funny is that uh, you know I, I go back to the biblical concept where you know Moses was 40 years in the desert before God raised him up right. to get to go talk to Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is that you look at my career, you know, here I am, you know, in my 60s, and God all of a sudden throws. Me becoming a director, <laughs> yes, screenwriter, yes. writing books, and I'm like, whoa, you know. And 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 God, you know what He does is He prepares us all these years in our lives, he does. and says, okay, now My glory has to show this way, exactly, through you. And I think that we can be such an inspiration to you know the young actors, yes, crew members, yes, you know, uh, and and also like, uh, you know, you and I, we're Alan's support, yes, we support him, going to be his support, we're group. support because of this the strains that he has all the time. Exactly. So anyway, thank you so much, Joanne, for coming by. And uh, I'm sorry that I did not twist your elbow <laughs> to come in here. But, uh, oh,
1: he's going to pay for that one. <laughs> 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 but it was my pleasure. Glad to be of assistance, and thank you so much for asking me to do this and having me in your movies. Thank yeah.
0: you. Yeah, And guess what? And many more. Because uh, remember, you have a role in two more of my movies.
1: Lord help me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And uh, you're I just want to I just thank you, Joanne. And I just want to really thank you, Lord, for allowing me to do the podcast and and what you're doing in our lives and I will see y'all later on the next podcast. Well, good afternoon. And it is a midweek, and I have the honor and the pleasure of having Joanne Wright one of our actresses in the movie 1230 p.m. And she was also in the movie Affirmation with our our director, Alan M. Brooks. And Joanne, welcome. And uh, my main emphasis on these podcasts is faith in films. But really, how did faith impact you in becoming an actress?
1: First of all, I just want to say thank you so very much for having me on your podcast show. When it comes to faith... I am a firm believer that if it's anything that you need to do, you always pray and ask God to give you the strength to do it. As far as being in films, that's something that I never (laughs) dreamed that I would ever do. But because Jose and I have been a part of each other's lives, we've worked with each other for over 27 years. When he asked this of me, I said, Lord, am I right for this? But once we start, It was absolutely wonderful. And trust me when I tell you it's a lot of hard work. Everyone gets an opportunity to see all the glitz and the glamor after everything is done. But when you're working with good directors, great people, the cast was absolutely beautiful. And you have to pray in the mornings, you have to pray in the afternoon, because there are times when you get so frustrated, you just don't know which way to turn, but in the end, you tell god thank you for giving me the ability the strength to do what i need to do so faith in films you have to have faith to get it done if you will if you will refer to the scripture it says faith without work it is dead so you have to have faith in order to do the things that we do and for jose as a minister a director and a good friend. He is absolutely one of the best friends that anyone could ever ask for, as is Alan Brooks. The two of them have taught me quite a bit because I knew nothing about being an actor or an actress. But all I did was ask God. I just said, God, I'm going to open my mouth and you speak for me. You have to have that faith if you want to succeed. Success is through prayer. And I will encourage anyone Thank God for your life. Thank God for every single day and all the things that you do in life.
0: I think that, you know, that's really great. Good, good introduction. And, and I really, it it really says who you are. And the funny thing is, you know, when people, you know, they see all the glitz, they don't realize, you know, like when you go to the red carpet, that's over in five minutes. You go to a screening, you see the movie for an hour. And then guess what? You got to go back to work. Exactly. And and the reason Hollywood is so successful is because they have money and they're able to promote their film. They're able to promote their actors. But even them, the, even these guys that are that are up there making millions of dollars, they have to work hard. And that was one of the things that people don't understand is, you know, we have to pray like like in my case. I have to receive the script from the Holy Spirit. Then I have to write it down. Then I have to type it. Then I have to, you know. Send it off to Alan and says, "What do you think about this?" And then you know, discuss it with him, and he gives me really good pointers. Uh, like for 12:30 p.m., he told me it's too wordy in some areas, but I wanted it. I wanted it wordy <laughs> like that. No, because you know, he said, "You know, one of my professors would get on you." And I said, "But the issue is this: it's Holy Spirit-driven. It has to be wordy in the in the, in this one scene because we have to get the point across." And and I think sometimes we don't understand. What an actor has to go through, because the actor is actually living that 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 scene. And, and tell me, uh, at twelve thirty p.m., you remember uh, the scene that you had with your hu- supposed uh, on-screen husband? Yes. You know the alcoholic. Yes. I mean, you had to. You had a really hard scene <clears throat> where where you had to get him uh, to understand. Uh, about
1: his alcoholism. Exactly. That was uh, a difficult part to do. And I had to get into character in order to pull it off. But once I got into character, it was just like the words just flowed. So that shows me that you gotta have God in everything you do if you wanna succeed. Now, when you're talking about remembering lines, (laughs) oh my God, the uh, the last movie, Affirmation, they got the script to me in two days, and I had to learn all these lines no, 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 no. by but go, Friday.
0: But go back and tell how this came about because, well, can I, can I interject yes, a little bit? Yes, uh, Director Allen calls me, and he says, well, Joanne doesn't want to do the part. And I said, give me five minutes. So I get on the phone, and I say, Joanne, you've got a role in this great film. And I said, you're going to do it. And she goes, what? I said, you're going to do it. Whether you like it or not, you're going to do it. And then she says, Okay. And then she says, when do I get the the script? And I said, you'll get it in an hour. And you had to to learn it in 48 hours. (laughs) Go to explain to everyone what happened.
1: (laughs) If you have never had to go through anything like this, within 48 hours, I had to learn these lines. And I'm saying to myself, Lord, I've never done this before. How on earth am I going to do this?
0: And and I remember you you kept telling me. How could, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this because it's 48 hours. And I said, yes, you are. And the reason I said, the reason I pushed you was there was twofold. I knew you could do it. You were the right person for the, for the role. And also, I knew that God was going to speak through you. So it was a combination of getting what I call getting through that fear factor. It was. You know, getting through all that
1: pressure and saying, I can do this. Mm -hmm. That's a hard thing, though. But the good part about it was I learned the lines. And actually, I surprised myself because I really and truly didn't think I could do it in that short period of time. But I prayed about it. And I, I asked God to give me the strength. I asked God to give me the ability to do what I need to do. And I'm like, I've never done this before. I've never been an actress. Or I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, but God. But
0: you had one film under your belt. I did. A major film. I had a major was, film. That's right. Yes. And you did. And the funny thing is that you were the major, you really carried the last part of the film. Yes. You and uh, David Linder. Yes, so we I did. Mean, Yes, and, we did. And so Gavin, you know, he's already a seasoned actor. Yes. He plays your son, yes. and
1: his roles were so easy. <laughs> I'm telling you, it just <laughs> with him. And I'm like, God, okay. I said, Lord, I'm going to give it to you. You direct my path. Whatever path you lead me down, God, I will follow. <laughs> I
0: remember that scene when you guys were outside And he's a police officer and he says, are you okay? And then you come back and tell him, yeah, I'm okay, you know. I'm okay. Everything is fine. And and that's a really pivotal moment in the film because you're actually telling your son, God's got control of this. Exactly. And and no one could understand why you still stayed with this man all
1: these years. All these years. He was an alcoholic. But I knew within my heart that it was going to be okay. And I knew, even though we had lost our daughter... I tried to do everything I could to reassure my husband, but I knew that it had to be God to deliver him first.
0: And and the thing is, you allowed God to speak through you because that's how, that's what I love so much. You know, even though it was your first film, (laughs) no, you did great. And then, you know, and then an affirmation. And so now, you know, and and you really made me laugh. You said... (laughs) oh you're pulling me into one of your podcasts yeah yeah to come and do a podcast (laughs) to come and do a podcast well the 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 beauty of it is we want people to understand that that god does make film he does and and that we go through through trials and tribulations yes and you know, especially on the set, you know. Yes. Uh, you know, yes. I, I think you know. Here we and, and tell them what what happened on that. Last, we had we had the last scene and tell them what happened.
1: Lord have mercy, Jesus. We were doing the last scene and everything was going beautifully, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the screen, we heard a creak in the door, and it was like, oh my God, what's up? Well. The owners of the house, which were the grandparents of one of the young ladies, they came in and was like, did we do something wrong? We're like, yes you came in in the middle of a scene and we had to do it all over again, but it was okay. It was all in love and fun and that's what it's all about and to be honest with you, I'm glad I was able to do this and I'm glad to have the experience to say, hey y'all I've actually act in movies I'm actually an actress but a lot of times, I don't remember that I am an actor, or an actress, because I'm just plain ordinary me. And Jose has to remind me, and yep. when he does, I'm like, "Oh, okay."
0: You are an actor,
1: and I'm like, "Okay."
0: And you know what's so, and you know what's so <laughs> funny, is that uh, you know I, I go back to the biblical concept where. You know, Moses was 40 years in the desert before God raised him up to get to go talk to Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is that you look at my career, you know, here I am, you know, in my 60s and God all of a sudden throws me becoming a director, (laughs) screenwriter, writing books. And I'm like whoa, you know, and, and, and God, you know, what he does is he prepares us all these years in our lives and says, okay, now my glory has to show this way through you. And I think that we can be such an inspiration to, you know, the young actors, crew members, you know, uh, and, and also like, uh, you know, you and I, we're Alan's support.
1: Yes. We support him. going
0: to be his support. We're support because of this the strains that he has all the okay, time exactly so anyway thank you so much joanne for coming by and uh, i'm sorry that i did not twist your elbow <laughs> to come in here but <laughs> um,
1: he's gonna pay for that one <laughs> <laughs> but it was my pleasure glad to be of assistance and thank you so much for asking me to do this and having me in your movies
0: thank yeah. you yeah and guess what and many more because uh... remember you have a role in two more of my movies
1: Lord, help
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And uh, I you're just want to, I just thank you, Joanne. And I just want to really thank you, Lord, for allowing me to do the podcast and, and what you're doing in our lives. And I will see y'all later on the next podcast. Well, good afternoon. And it is a midweek And I have the honor and the pleasure of having Joanne Wright, one of our actresses in the movie 1230 p.m. And she was also in the movie Affirmation with our our director, Alan M. Brooks. And Joanne, welcome. And uh, my main emphasis on these podcasts is faith in films. But really, how did faith impact you in becoming an actress?
1: First of all, I just want to say thank you so very much for having me on your podcast show. When it comes to faith... I am a firm believer that if it's anything that you need to do, you always pray and ask God to give you the strength to do it. As far as being in films, that's something that I never (laughs) dreamed that I would ever do. But because Jose and I have been a part of each other's lives, we've worked with each other for over 27 years, when he asked this of me, I said, Lord, am I right for this? But once we start, It was absolutely wonderful. And trust me when I tell you it's a lot of hard work. Everyone gets an opportunity to see all the glitz and the glamor after everything is done. But when you're working with good directors, great people, the cast was absolutely beautiful. And you have to pray in the mornings, you have to pray in the afternoon, because there are times when you get so frustrated you just don't know which way to turn, but in the end, you tell God, thank you for giving me the ability, the strength to do what I need to do. So faith in films, you have to have faith to get it done. If you will will refer to the scripture, it says faith without work, it is dead. So you have to have faith in order to do the things that we do. And for Jose, as a minister, a director, and a good friend. He is absolutely one of the best friends that anyone could ever ask for, as is Alan Brooks. The two of them have taught me quite a bit because I knew nothing about being an actor or an actress, but all I did was ask God. I just said, God, I'm going to open my mouth and you speak for me. You have to have that faith if you want to succeed. Success is through prayer. And I will encourage anyone, thank God for your life. Thank God for every single day and all the things that you do in life.
0: I think that, you know, that's really great. Good, good introduction. And and I really, it, it really says who you are. And the funny thing is, you know, when people, you know, they see all the glitz, they don't realize, you know, like when you go to the red carpet, that's over in five minutes. You go to a screening, you see the movie for an hour. And then guess what? You got to go back to work. Exactly. And and the reason Hollywood is so successful is because they have money and they're able to promote their film. They're able to promote their actors. But even them, the, even these guys that are that are up there making millions of dollars, they have to work hard. And that was one of the things that people don't understand is, you know, we have to pray. Like Like in my case, I have to receive the script from the Holy Spirit. Then I have to write it down. I have to type it. Then I have to you know, send it off to Alan and says, what do you think about this? And then, you know, discuss it with him. And he gives me really good pointers. Uh, like for 1230 PM, he told me it's too wordy in some areas, but I wanted it. I wanted it wordy <laughs> like that. No, because, you know, he said, you know, one of my professors would get on you. And I said, but the issue is this, it's Holy Spirit driven. It has to be wordy in the, in the, in this one scene, because we have to get the point across. And And I think sometimes we don't understand what an actor has to go through because the actor is actually living that 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 scene, and, and tell me uh, at twelve thirty p.m. You remember uh, the, the scene that you had with your hu- supposed uh, on-screen husband? Yes. You know the alcoholic. Yes. I mean you had to you had a really hard scene <clears throat> where me. where you had to get him uh, to
1: understand uh, about his alcoholism. Exactly. That was uh, a difficult part to do. And I had to get into character in order to pull it off. But once I got into character, it was just like the words just flowed. So that shows me that you got to have God in everything you do if you want to succeed. Now, when you're talking about remembering lines, (laughs) oh my God, the the last movie, Affirmation, They got the script to me in two days and I had to learn all these lines by Friday.
0: But go back and tell how this came about because, well, can I I interject a little bit? Yes, yes. Director Allen calls me and he says, well, Joanne doesn't want to do the part. And I said, give me five minutes. (laughs) So I get on the phone and I say, Joanne, you've got a role in this great film and i said you're going to do it and she goes what i said you're going to do it whether you like it or not you're going to do it and then she says okay and then she says when do i get the the script and i said you'll get it in an hour and you had to you had to learn it in 48 hours <laughs> go to explain to everyone what happened <laughs>
1: If you have never had to go through anything like this, within 48 hours, I had to learn these lines. And I'm saying to myself, Lord, I've never done this before. How on earth am I going to do this?
0: And and I remember you you kept telling me, (laughs) how could, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this (laughs) because it's it's 48 hours. And I said, yes, you are. And the reason I said, the reason I pushed you was there was twofold. I knew you could do it. You were the right person for for the role. And also, I knew that God was going to speak through you. So it was a combination of getting what I call getting through that fear factor. It was. You know, getting through all that pressure and saying,
1: I can do this. Mm -hmm. That's a hard thing, though. But the good part about it was I learned the lines. And actually, I surprised myself because I really and truly didn't think I could do it in that short period of time. But I prayed about it. And I, I asked God to give me the strength. I asked God to give me the ability to do what I need to do. And I'm like, I've never done this before. I've never been an actress. Or I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, but God.
0: But you had one film under your belt. I did. A major film. I had a major was, film. That's right. Yes. And you did. And the funny thing is that you were the major... You really carried the last part of the film. Yes. You and uh, David Linder. Yes, so, we I did. Mean, yes, and, we did. And so Gavin, you know, he's already a seasoned actor. Yes. He
1: plays your son, yes. and his roles were so easy. <laughs> I'm telling you, just <laughs> with him. And I'm like, God, okay. I said, Lord, I'm going to give it to you. You direct my path. Whatever path you lead me down, God, I will follow. <laughs> I
0: remember that scene when you guys were outside... And he's a police officer, and he says, are you okay? And then you come back and tell him, yeah, I'm okay, you know? I'm okay. Everything is fine. And and that's a really pivotal moment in the film because you're actually telling your son, God's got control of this. Exactly. And and no one could understand why you still stayed with this man all these years. All these years. He was an alcoholic.
1: But I knew within my heart that it was going to be okay. And I knew, even though we had lost our daughter... Mm -hmm. I tried to do everything I could to reassure my husband, but I knew that it had to be God to deliver him first.
0: And and, and the thing is, you allowed God to speak through you because that's how, that's what I love so much. You know, even though it was your first film, (laughs) no, you did great. And then, you know, and then an affirmation. And so now, you know, and and you really made me laugh. You said... (laughs) Oh, you're pulling me into one of your podcasts? Yeah, yeah. To come and do a podcast. <laughs> to come and do a podcast. Well, the, the the beauty of it is we want people to understand that that God does make film. He does. And and that we go through, through trials and tribulations. Yes. And you know, especially on the set, you know. Yes. (laughs) You know, I I think you know. Here we and and tell them what what happened on that. We had we had the
1: last scene and tell them what happened. Lord have mercy, Jesus. We were doing the last scene and everything was going beautifully, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the screen, we heard a creak in the door, and it was like, oh my God, what's up? Well. The owners of the house, which were the grandparents of one of the young ladies, they came in and was like, did we do something wrong? We're like, yes, you came in in the middle of a scene and we had to do it all over again. But it was okay. It was all in love and fun. And that's what it's all about. And to be honest with you, I'm glad I was able to do this. And I'm glad to have the experience to say, hey, y'all, I've actually act in movies. I'm actually an actress. But. A lot of times, I don't remember that I am an actor, or actress, because I'm just plain ordinary me. And Jose has to remind me, and yeah. when he does, I'm like, "Oh, okay."
0: You are an actor,
1: and I'm like, "Okay."
0: And you know what's so, and you know what's so funny, <laughs> is that uh, you know I, I go back to the biblical concept where. You know Moses was 40 years in the desert before God raised him up to right. get to golf talk to Pharaoh mm-hmm. and the funny thing is that you look at my career you know here I am you know in my 60s and God all of a sudden throws me becoming a director, <laughs> screenwriter, yes. Yes. writing books and I'm like, Whoa, you know, and, and and God, you know, what He does is He prepares us all these years in our lives he does. and says, Okay, now my glory has to show this way, exactly. through you. And I think that we can be such an inspiration to, you know, the young actors, yes, crew members, yes. you know, uh, and and also, like, uh, you know, you and I, we're Alan's support,
1: yes, we support him, gonna
0: be his support we're support group. because of this. The strains that he has all the time exactly so anyway thank you so much joanne for coming by and uh, i'm sorry that i did not twist your elbow <laughs> to come in here but uh... oh,
1: he's gonna pay for that one <laughs> <laughs> but it was my pleasure glad to be of assistance and thank you so much for asking me to do this and having me in your movies
0: thank yeah. you yeah and guess what and many more because uh... remember you have a role in two more of my movies Lord help me. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you. And uh, I just wanna welcome. I just thank you, Joanne, and I just wanna really thank you, Lord, for allowing me to do the podcast and, and what you're doing in our lives. And I will see y'all later on the next podcast. Well, good afternoon, and it is a midweek. And I have the honor and the pleasure of having Joanne Wright, one of our actresses in the movie 1230 PM. And she was also in the movie Affirmation with our our director, Alan M. Brooks and Joanne. Welcome. And uh, my main emphasis on these podcasts is faith in films, but really how did faith impact you in becoming an actress?
1: First of all, I just want to say thank you so very much for having me on your podcast show. When it comes to faith I am a firm believer that if it's anything that you need to do, you always pray and ask God to give you the strength to do it. As far as being in films, that's something that I never (laughs) dreamed that I would ever do. But because Jose and I have been a part of each other's lives, we've worked with each other for over 27 years, when he asked this of me, I said, Lord, am I right for this? But once we start, It was absolutely wonderful. And trust me when I tell you it's a lot of hard work. Everyone gets an opportunity to see all the glitz and the glamor after everything is done. But when you're working with good directors, great people, the cast was absolutely beautiful. And you have to pray in the mornings. You have to pray in the afternoon because there are times when you get so frustrated you just don't know which way to turn. But in the end, you tell God, thank you for giving me the ability, the strength to do what I need to do. So, faith in films, you have to have faith to get it done. And you will, if you will refer to the scripture, it says, faith without work, it is dead. So you have to have faith in order to do the things that we do. And for Jose, as a minister, a director, and a good friend. He is absolutely one of the best friends that anyone could ever ask for, as is Alan Brooks. The two of them have taught me quite a bit because I knew nothing about being an actor or an actress. But all I did was ask God, I just said, God, I'm going to open my mouth and you speak for me. You have to have that faith if you want to succeed. Success is through prayer. And I will encourage anyone, thank God for your life. Thank God for every single day and all the things that you do in life.
0: I think that, you know, that's really great. Good, good introduction. And and I really, it it really says who you are. And the funny thing is, you know, when people, you know, they see all the glitz, they don't realize, you know, like when you go to the red carpet, that's over in five minutes. You go to a screening, you see the movie for an hour. And then guess what? You got to go back to work. And, and the reason Hollywood is so successful is because they have money and they're able to promote their film, they're able to promote their actors, but even them, even these guys that are that are up there making millions of dollars, they have to work hard. And that was one of the things that people don't understand is, you know, we have to pray, like, like in my case, I have to receive the script from the Holy Spirit, then I have to write it down, I have to type it, then I have to, you know, Send it off to Alan and says, "What do you think about this?" And then you know, discuss it with him, and he gives me really good pointers. Uh, like for 12:30 p.m., he told me it's too wordy in some areas, but I wanted it. I wanted it wordy <laughs> like that. No, because you know, he said, "You know, one of my professors would get on you." And I said, "But the issue is this: it's Holy Spirit-driven. It has to be wordy in the in the, in this one scene because we have to get the point across." And and I think sometimes we don't understand. What an actor has to go through, because the actor is actually living that 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 scene. And, and tell me, uh, at twelve thirty p.m., you remember uh, the, the scene that you had with your hu- supposed uh, on-screen husband? Yes. You know the alcoholic. Yes. I mean, you had to. You had a really hard scene <clears throat> where where you
1: had to get him uh, to understand. Uh, about his alcoholism. Exactly, that was uh, a difficult part to do, and I had to get into character in order to pull it off. But once I got into character, it was just like the words just flowed. So that shows me that you gotta have God in everything you do if you want to succeed. Now, when you're talking about remembering lines, <laughs> oh my God, the last, uh, d- the last movie, Affirmation. They got the script to me in two days, and I had to learn all these lines no, 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 no. by but go, Friday.
0: But go back and tell how this came about, because, well, can I can I interject yes, a little bit? Yes. Uh, director Allen calls me and he says, "Well, Joanne doesn't want to do the part," and I said, "Give me five minutes." So I get on the phone and I say, "Joanne, you've got a role in this great film," and I said, "You're gonna do it," and she goes, "What?" I said, "You're gonna do it, whether you like it or not. You're gonna do it." And then she says, "Okay." And then she says, when do I get the the script? And I said, you'll get it in an hour. And you had to to learn it in 48 hours. (laughs) Go to explain to everyone what happened.
1: If you have never had to go through anything like this, within 48 hours, I had to learn these lines. And I'm saying to myself, Lord, I've never done this before. How on earth am I going to do this?
0: And I remember you you kept telling me, How could... I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm not doing it. Because it's, it's 48 hours. And I said, yes, you are. And the reason I said... The reason I pushed you was there was twofold. I knew you could do it. You were the right person for the for the role. And also, I knew that God was going to speak through you. So it was a combination of getting what I call getting through that fear factor. It was. You know, getting through all that pressure and saying,
1: I can do this. Mm -hmm. That's a hard thing, though. But the good part about it was I learned the lines. And actually, I surprised myself because I really and truly didn't think I could do it in that short period of time. But I prayed about it. And I, I asked God to give me the strength. I asked God to give me the ability to do what I need to do. And I'm like, I've never done this before. I've never been an actress. Or I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, but God.
0: But you had one film under your belt. I did. A major film. I had a major was, film. That's right. Yes. And you did. And the funny thing is that you were the major, you really carried the last part of the film. Yes. You and uh, David Linder. Yes, so, we did. I mean, yes, and, we did. And so Gavin, you know, he's already a seasoned actor. Yes. He plays your son. Yes. And his roles were so easy. <laughs> I'm
1: telling you, it just <laughs> with him. And I'm like, God, okay. I said, Lord, I'm going to give it to you. You direct my path. Whatever path you lead me down, God, I will follow. <laughs> I remember
0: that scene when you guys were outside And he's a police officer, and he says, are you okay? And then you come back and tell him, yeah, I'm okay, you know? I'm okay. Everything is fine. And and that's a really pivotal moment in the film, because you're actually telling your son, God's got control of this. Exactly. And and no one could understand why you still stayed with this man all these years. All these years. He was an
1: alcoholic. But I knew within my heart that it was going to be okay. And I knew, even though we had lost our daughter... Mm -hmm. I tried to do everything I could to reassure my husband, but I knew that it had to be God to deliver him first.
0: And and, and the thing is, you allowed God to speak through you because that's how, that's what I love so much. You know, even though it was your first film, (laughs) no, you did great. And then, you know, and then an affirmation. And so now, you know, and and you really made me laugh. You said... (laughs) Oh, you're pulling me into one of your podcasts. Yeah, yeah, to come and do a podcast, <laughs> to come and do a podcast. Well, the, the the beauty of it is, we want people to understand that that God does make film. He does, and and he that does. we go through through trials and tribulations. Yes. And, you know, especially on the set, you know. Yes. uh, You know, I I think, you know, here we... And and tell them what
1: what happened on that last... we We had the last scene and tell them what happened. Lord have mercy, Jesus. We were doing the last scene and everything was going beautifully. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the screen, we heard a creak in the door and it was like, oh my God, what's up? Well, the owners of the house, which were the grandparents of one of the young ladies, they came in and was like... Did we do something wrong? We're <laughs> like, yes, you came in in the middle of a scene and we had to do it all over again. But it was okay. It was all in love and fun. And that's what it's all about. And to be honest with you, I'm glad I was able to do this and I'm glad to have the experience to say, hey, y'all, I've actually act in movies. I'm act- actually an actress. But a lot of times I don't remember that I am an actor, an actress, because I'm just plain ordinary me. And Jose has to remind me, and yep. when he does, I'm like, "Oh, okay."
0: You are an actor,
1: and I'm like, "Okay."
0: And you know what's so, <laughs> and you know what's so funny is that uh, you know I, I go back to the biblical concept where you know Moses was 40 years in the desert before God raised him up right. to get to golf Dr. Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is that you look at my career, you know, here I am, you know, in my 60s, and God all of a sudden throws. Me becoming a director, screenwriter, yes, yes. writing books, and I'm like, whoa, you know, and, and and God, you know, what He does is He prepares us all these years in our lives, he does. and says, okay, now My glory has to show this way exactly. through you, and I think that we can be such an inspiration to you know the young actors, yes. crew members, yes. you know, uh, and and also like, uh, you know, you and I, we're Alan's support.
1: Yes, we support him. Going
0: to be his support. We're crew. support because of this the strains that he has all the time. Exactly. So anyway, thank you so much, Joanne, for coming by. And uh, I'm sorry that I did not twist your elbow <laughs> to come in here. But, uh, oh,
1: he's going to pay for that one. <laughs> 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 but it was my pleasure. Glad to be of assistance. And thank you so much for asking me to do this and having me in your movies.
0: Thank yeah. you. Yeah, And guess what? And many more. Because uh, remember, you have a role in two more of my movies.
1: Lord help me. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: thank you, and uh, I you're just want to—I just thank you, Joanne, and I just want to really thank you, Lord, for allowing me to do the podcast and and what you're doing in our lives, and I will see y'all later on the next podcast. Well, good morning. It is July the thirteenth, Saturday. We've had a pretty interesting week, and I'm your host, Jose Rivera, welcome to Faith Films. Yeah, we had a pretty good week. Um, We were able to interview um, Alan M. Brooks, director, and also uh, actress Joanne Wright. And as I was thinking about the week and the films that keep coming out, there was one that really stood out. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. And I have issues with that movie. It's shot very well, by the way. But I feel that even though it's going back to the 1960s, the plot just just doesn't make any sense to me. And then also, uh, you know, excessive cursing and, uh, you know, just... It it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think you can still say, you know... Do a good film with a good story. Um, I like what Billy August, he's the Danish director. And he was the one that directed Les Miserables, which is the Victor Hugo um, novel. And it was done back in the 19, I think it was 1994 with Liam Neeson and Uma Thurman. And it's an amazing film. Amazing film. Uh, Good cinematography, good plot great actors uh, that it just captivates you from the very beginning you know just pulls you in and i get so so distressed when i see you know hollywood making a movie like once upon a time in hollywood where you know they're spending millions of dollars and then they're hoping to get some type of a return but billy august said something that was really important he says when you go to the movies you go there to get an emotion So to me, yeah, there's going to be people that like Quentin Tarantino. And there are going to be people that like his directing. And there's going to be people that like Brad Pitt. And they're going to like Leonardo DiCaprio. And they're going to go in there and they're going to try to get this rise inside themselves. And then when the movie's over, they'll probably discuss it for maybe 10, 15 minutes, half an hour at lunch. And then it's gone. So my purpose is, when you're making a film... It has to do some. It has to make part of you. It has to become part of you. It has to edify you. It has to give you life lessons. It has to give you something that you can carry with. You know, that's what I love about Les Misérables, and and it's been. There's several films that have been done of that, but in my opinion, this is the best. Is that you see the pain of the poor? You see the injustice of the. of the inspector. You know, you see at the very end of the movie where he realizes that he can't, can't continue to pursue Jean Valjean and then he kills himself and he lets Jean Valjean go free. Although Jean Valjean has made amends and the only reason he was put in prison was because he stole bread because he was poor. And they gave him 19 years of prison. So what? So what do we do with these films? You know, we keep wasting money. We keep making what I call movies just to make money. And we leave the public with wanting something to transform their lives. And that's why I like faith films. And don't get me wrong. We do have some bad faith films and we have some great faith films. And we have some faith films out there that um, no one's ever discovered. I mean, they're out there on the market. Uh, you know, you can go to Pureflix.com and uh, ChristianCinema.com, and there's some good movies out there, and there's some really, really good actors. Uh, but also, you can have a movie that is is not a faith-based film, and, and just captivates you, and, and it's like Les Misérables. You know, it's 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 an amazing movie, and it has a spirituality to it. So the, my my whole purpose is. What are we looking for when we see film? And what is the process of putting a film together when you have a budget and you have all this excessive, insane amount of money, and then it goes out to the market? It makes a little bit more than what you put in. And then what does it leave the people with? You know, I have problems with that. But I'm not trying to be overly critical, I am critical, but I'm not trying to be overly critical because Brad Pitt and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Quentin Tarantino have to make a living. I just wish and pray that they would be a little bit more conscious of what they're putting out there. You know, I, I, I don't care for a film that has all this excessive cussing and especially using the Lord's name in vain, like you're trying to make a point. You know, uh, when they say, you know, uh, you know, God damned this and all that. And it it upsets me because God created this earth and he, it's a beautiful earth. And, you know, God doesn't damn, you know, God blesses. So there's a lot of things that go underneath that, you know, when, with the words that we use. And in film, what I, what I really want to emphasize is that words make a difference in how you hear. You know, you, you could sit there and, and, and watch a film and all of a sudden somebody screams. Well, that gets a reaction out of you. Uh, or somebody cries and that makes another reaction out of you. Or you can see an actor uh, and an actress look at each other and they don't say anything, but they're looking at each other and that gets another type of emotional reaction out of you. So the Danish director, Billy August, is, is correct. You know, films are, are, are based on getting emotions out of us. Uh, I want to give a real big shout out to uh, Jodrell Walker. He's a sound man and he was the sound man in my second movie, 1230 PM. And I, I was talking to my actress, Joanne Wright the other day. And, and the crazy thing is you can have a good, a good script. You can have a good photographer, you know, a DP director of photography, and you can have great actors but if the sound's crappy, oh boy, you're in trouble. And that happens a lot in film. You know, you'll have all the other elements in balance except the sound. And so whenever I see the Academy Awards and they say, well, the, the Academy Award for sound, and you know, you hear these small little claps and people don't realize sound makes a movie. Also, the cinematography, <clears throat> you know, when a, when a director of photography gets an award, I'm like, my goodness, you know, that's amazing how he shot it. And the director, you know how he pulls the script and the out of out of the actors. And and that's just so beautiful. But the, you know, the person that gets all the accolades are the actors. And don't get me wrong, I'm an actor too, but I feel there has to be a balance. So, you know, this week was really hard, you know, uh, just watching all these films come out and 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 I was just trying to say, Lord, you know, what, are they really getting this? That they're impacting people's lives. They're, they're making it, either they make a difference in people's lives or they don't. And it, it just bothers me that, um, you know, there are good writers out there. There's good directors, there's good actors, there's good crew. But I feel that sometimes they're, they're just missing the mark and trying to understand that all inspiration, every piece of inspiration comes from God and that God inspires you to glorify him. Now, not everybody's going to think the way I do or believe the way I do and that's okay. But that's what I try to incorporate in my movies and in the books that I write. You know, as the Holy Spirit, you know, guides me, I want people to feel his presence. I want people to that when they see my films, they feel his presence. When they read my book, they feel his presence. When my actors are acting I want them to feel God's presence out of their voices, out of their gestures, out of their looks. And in my opinion, just my opinion, that's the meaning of life. You know, when, when you know, Moses said, you know, the law is completed by two things, you know, love the Lord your God with all your mind, body, soul and spirit, and love your neighbor as yourself and, our, and Jesus said the same thing. So are, are we reflecting in our films, loving God and then loving our neighbor? I, you know I, I get worried about that um, I don't feel that there's any place for cursing in a movie I don't feel there's place for nudity in a movie uh, I'm not a prude but I just don't feel there's place for it because your body's the temple of the Holy Ghost and that's reserved for the persons that you're married to and, and, and I remember there was a film that I saw it was filmed in Costa Rica it was an amazing film. And it was a, a, a lady got divorced. She went back to Costa Rica, and uh, she fell in love with her, um, her guide. And all of a sudden, they threw a, a, a nude scene. I mean, it was pretty obvious, and and it would lasted like maybe ten seconds, fifteen seconds. And I'm like, why are they throwing that in there? And then you hear, you know, producers say, well, you know, we got to throw a sex scene in there because you know it makes the movie. and, and I disagree with them totally. So this week has been a little crazy, a little crazy. And, and um, I, I just pray that people will understand that whatever we do has to be a reflection of who God is in us. And then it reflects on the people that we're actually trying to send that message to. I, I wish Brad Pitt and um, Quentin Tarantino and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio the best. I really do. They're amazing people in their crafts. My prayer is that they would just choose how they do their craft better. Anyway, thank you for listening to my podcast. And uh, God bless you. And I will meet you on the next one. Well, good morning. It is July the 13th, Saturday. We've had a pretty interesting week, and I'm your host, Jose Rivera, and welcome to Faith Films. Yeah, we had a pretty good week. Um, We were able to interview um, Alan M. Brooks, director, and also uh, actress Joanne Wright. And as I was thinking about the week and the films that keep coming out, there was one that really stood out. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. And I have issues with that movie. It's shot very well, by the way. But I feel that even though it's going back to the 1960s, the plot just just doesn't make any sense to me. And then also, uh, you know, excessive cursing and, uh, you know, just... It it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think you can still say, you know do a good film with a good story um, I like what Billy August he's the Danish director and he was the one that directed Les Miserables which is the Victor Hugo um, novel and it was done back in the 19, I think it was 1994 with Liam Neeson and Uma Thurman and it's an amazing film amazing film uh, good cinematography good plot great actors uh, that it just captivates you from the very beginning you know just pulls you in and i get so so distressed when i see you know hollywood making a movie like once upon a time in hollywood where you know they're spending millions of dollars and then they're hoping to get some type of a return but billy august said something that was really important he says when you go to the movies you go there to get an emotion So to me, yeah, there's going to be people that like Quentin Tarantino and there are going to be people that like his directing and there's going to be people that like Brad Pitt and they're going to like Leonardo DiCaprio and they're going to go in there and they're going to try to get this rise inside themselves. And then when the movie's over, they'll probably discuss it for maybe 10, 15 minutes, half an hour at lunch, and then it's gone. So my purpose is when you're making a film, it has to do some it has to make part of you it has to become part of you it has to edify you it has to give you life lessons it has to give you something that you can carry with you know it, it, that's what I love about le Miserables. and, and there's been there's several films that have been done of that but in my opinion this is the best is that you see the pain of the poor you see the injustice of the uh of the inspector. You know, you see at the very end of the movie where he realizes that he can't, can't continue to pursue Jean Valjean and then he kills himself and he lets Jean Valjean go free. Although Jean Valjean has made amends and the only reason he was put in prison was because he stole bread because he was poor. And they gave him 19 years of prison. So what, so what do we do with these films? You know, we keep wasting money we keep making what I call movies just to make money and we leave the public with wanting something to transform their lives. And that's why I like faith films. And, and don't get me wrong, we, we do have some bad faith films and we have some great faith films. And we have some faith films out there that um, no one's ever discovered. I mean, they are, they're out there on the market. Uh, you know, you can go to Pureflix.com and uh, ChristianCinema.com, and there's some good movies out there, and there's some really, really good actors. Uh, but also, you can have a movie that is is not a faith based film, and, and just captivates you, and, and it's like Les Misérables. You know, it's 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 an amazing movie, and it has a spirituality to it. So the, my my whole purpose is. What are we looking for when we see film? And what is the process of putting a film together when you have a budget and you have all this excessive, insane amount of money, and then it goes out to the market? It makes a little bit more than what you put in. And then what does it leave the people with? You know, I have problems with that. But I'm not trying to be overly critical. I am critical, but I'm not trying to be overly critical because Brad Pitt and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Quentin Tarantino have to make a living. I just wish and pray that they would be a little bit more conscious of what they're putting out there. You know, I, I, I don't care for a film that has all this excessive cussing and especially using the Lord's name in vain, like you're trying to make a point. You know, uh, when they say, you know, uh, that, you know, God damn this and all that. And it it upsets me because God created this earth and he it's a beautiful earth. And, you know, God doesn't damn, you know, God blesses. So there's a lot of things that go underneath that, you know, when with the words that we use. And in film, what I what I really want to emphasize is that words make a difference in how you hear. You know, you, you could sit there and, and, and watch a film, and all of a sudden somebody screams. Well, that gets a reaction out of you. Uh, or somebody cries, and that makes another reaction out of you. Or you can see an actor uh, and an actress look at each other, and they don't say anything, but they're looking at each other, and that gets another type of emotional reaction out of you. So the Danish director, Billy August, is, is correct. You know, films are, are, are based on getting emotions out of us. Uh, I wanna give a real big shout out to uh, Jodrell Walker. He's a sound man, and he was the sound man in my second movie, 1230 PM. And I I was talking to my actress, Joanne Wright, the other day, and and the crazy thing is, you can have a a good script, you can have a good photographer, you know, a DP, director of photography, and you can have great actors. But if the sound's crappy, oh boy, you're in trouble. And that happens a lot in film. You know, you'll have all the other elements in balance except the sound. And so whenever I see the Academy Awards and they say, well, the the Academy Award for sound, and, you know, you hear these small little claps, and people don't realize sound makes a movie. Also, the cinematography. <clears throat> you know, when a, when a director of photography gets an award, I'm like, my goodness you know that's amazing how he shot it <clears throat> and the director you know how he pulls the script and the out of out of the actors and and that's just so beautiful but the, you know the person that gets all the accolades are the actors and don't get me wrong i'm an actor too but i feel there has to be a balance so you know this week was really hard you know uh, just watching all these films come out and 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 i was just trying to say, Lord, you know, what, are they really getting this, that they're impacting people's lives, they're, they're making it, either they make a difference in people's lives, or they don't, and it, it just bothers me that, um, you know, they're, they're good writers out there, there's good directors, there's good actors, there's good crew, but I feel that sometimes they're, they're just missing the mark in trying to understand that all inspiration, every. Piece of inspiration comes from God, and that God inspires you to glorify Him. Now, not everybody's going to think the way I do or believe the way I do, and that's okay. But that's what I try to incorporate in my movies and in the books that I write. You know, as the Holy Spirit, you know, guides me. I want people to feel His presence. I want people to that when they see my films, they feel His presence. When they read my book, they feel His presence. When my actors are acting. I want them to feel God's presence out of their voices, out of their gestures, out of their looks. And in my opinion, just my opinion, that's the meaning of life. You know, when, when you know, Moses said, you know, the law is completed by two things, you know, love the Lord your God with all your mind, body, soul, and spirit, and love your neighbor as yourself. And, our, and Jesus said the same thing. So are we reflecting in our films, loving God and then loving our neighbor? Uh, you know, I I get worried about that. Um, I I don't feel that there's any place for cursing in a movie. I don't feel there's place for nudity in a movie. Uh, I'm not a prude, but I just don't feel there's place for it because your body's the temple of the Holy Ghost, and that's reserved for the persons that you're married to. And, and, And I remember there was a film that I saw. It was filmed in Costa Rica. It was an amazing film. And it was of a, a, a lady got divorced. She went back to Costa Rica and uh, she fell in love with her, um, her guide. And all of a sudden they threw a, a, a nude scene. I mean, it was pretty obvious and, and it would lasted like maybe 10 seconds, 15 seconds. And I'm like, why are they throwing that in there? And then you hear, you know, producers say, well, you know, we got to throw a sex scene in there because, you know, it makes the movie. And, and I disagree with them totally. So this week has been a little crazy, a little crazy. And, and um, I, I just pray that people will understand that whatever we do has to be a reflection of who God is in us. And then it reflects on the people that we're actually trying to send that message to. I I wish Brad Pitt and um, Quentin Tarantino and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio the best. I really do. They're amazing people in their craft. My prayer is that they would just choose how they do their craft better. Anyway, thank you for listening to my podcast, and uh, God bless you, and I will meet you on the next one. Well, welcome to another edition of Faith in Films. Today, it's Friday, July the 19th. My Lord, how the time is flying. Well, today I, I want to cover something that has been really on my heart for, for several weeks. Uh, our first film that we that we did, it was called Trial. And in the two years that we've done it, you know, you you learn and the, and the Lord shows you so many different things. And one of the things I wanted to do was re-edit it and just do it a little bit more cinematic. So I was talking to Alan about that and he said, um, really? And I go, yeah, yeah. And he goes, OK, go for it. And there's a a young lady in the in the industry, her name is Thelma Schoonmaker, and she does Martin Scorsese's films, only his films. And they've been working together for almost thirty years, and she's done Silence, uh, Aviator, uh, Raging Bull. I mean, all the films that Martin Scorsese has directed, she's edited. So I was reading something that that that, that just really caught my attention, and. Uh, she says they watch the dailies together every night and he identifies the takes he likes. And then Schoonmaker prepares a rough cut and shows it to Scorsese. And, you know, I've never heard of that before. Usually people will will go ahead and shoot a film and then start cutting it. Well, these guys, they start cutting it that very day. I mean, the dailies are what you shoot that day. And then, so apparently the camera person sends it over to... The Miss Schoonmaker, and she starts um, editing. And whatever he decides to say, okay, I like this cut, I like that shot, uh, this is the one that I like, she starts editing. And I thought that was just so brilliant because that would really cut down on time in editing. And one of the things that, that I've noticed after doing trial was um, it was shot well. Uh, you know, Justin did, did a great job in shooting it, Alan did amazing amazing job in directing and I, I just looked at it and I said okay we can we can tweak some things in it we can add some other new scenes that I want to shoot and make it better and, and I and I think as a filmmaker what, you know when you when you you feel the Holy Spirit in you you're like okay you can do things better uh can we pray better yeah can we uh write better yes can we uh <clears throat> do things towards our family better absolutely uh so with anything you know as the as the holy spirit grabs you and inspires you we can do things better we can do things a lot better and i think sometimes you know when you're reading the scriptures you know the, the lord comes along and says uh, yeah you read that a 100 times already but look how it applies to you today you know so it's the same thing with film you know you you sit there and you watch film and you watch film and you watch film and 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 I was watching the movie Silence by uh, Scorsese, and it's uh, a movie about the early Christians in Japan in the 1500s and how they were actually massacred. And, uh, of course, um, Scorsese directed it, and it took him six months to film in Taiwan. And, uh, of course, uh, Miss Schoonmaker, she edited it. It's just amazing. I mean, the editing is just... Uh, it's just breathtaking. And, and and even the credits, when I looked at the credits, I was like, wow, black screen, white letters. I mean, it was just the music, I mean, everything. So, so yeah, editing does make make, make a big difference. And I think sometimes they don't get the credit that they deserve. And, and I think, you know, when you're sitting there behind the camera and you're looking at, 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 at what the actors are doing and you have a great script and you have great actors... The editing is what really makes a movie, and the sound. Like I said in the other podcast, those two things, and one of the things that I noticed when I was looking at trial, I said, "Wow, it's a great film, but it, but we can edit it better. We can do it better. Not that the Alan didn't do a great job. He did an amazing job editing, it, but I want to put a different twist on it. And and as the uh, screenwriter of the movie." And the producer, yeah, I want to tweak it. I want to make it a little bit better. Give it a a little more twist to it. And uh, Alan, don't you dare laugh at me. Yeah, give it a little bit more Latin twist to it. (laughs) But uh, yeah, Uh, and I think that's with anything. You know, that uh, editing takes such a long time. But just by reading what I read this morning, you know, that they start editing the day they start shooting, that really gave me a lot of hope that... um, you know, because uh, in the other uh, the other industry, people what they'll do is they'll shoot a film for six months, and then it takes them two years to edit it. These guys, they start that same day. I mean, they shoot today. Uh, Scorsese approves uh, what he likes. He they send it over to her, and she starts editing. And to me, that was just amazing and brilliant. I mean, absolutely brilliant. So uh, it's it the reason I'm saying all of that is. How our lives get edited, you know, our lives have to be constantly being in, in in a chain in a. I call it a, a flux, a flux where, you know, the Holy Spirit comes in and you did something and you are doing it well, but then God comes along and says you can do it better, you know, it, and the outcome can be even better than than the outcome that you had now, and and that's the same thing with film, you know, as as I can continue to learn and, as the Lord keeps giving me these great visions of of you know just looking just looking at at how film is made and and how these folks who are so good at it you know they they're masters at it but they've been working at it for 30 years and and so i'm still i'm still learning um still feeling uh the vision you know And, and every time i look at a film just a little teeny thing i can go oh my goodness look how she did the credits oh look how she did the opening oh look how she brought um and one of the other things that I really love about how they did editing is sometimes you can take the last scene in the movie which is the most important scene bring it to the beginning of the movie and just flash it for about three four five seconds and then just bury it again until the end of the movie I like that I like that so there's some really cool editing techniques good editing things that that um, that we can do so I just wanted to shout out to everyone and. Um, Tell you, I love you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And yeah, let's let us uh, let God edit some more of us. You know, we can we can we can do better in the editing room. I call it the the editing room of on our knees, the editing room uh, in prayer. We can uh, we can do a lot better by just listening and and letting God tweak us because the actual film of who he is in us is going to come out better. Anyway, thank you. God bless. And uh, wait to hear from you all. Uh, You can hit me up on Facebook, and you can hit me up over here on this podcast also. Take care. God bless.